0: Hello and welcome to this second part in an eight-part audio course on how to study effectively, being broadcast absolutely free for you right here on the Exam Study Expert podcast. If you missed part one, the six pillars for student success, I'd recommend going back and listening to that episode now because it covered the foundational principles on which everything else you need to know about studying effectively is based. Fair warning then, In this episode, as for the rest of the series on how to study effectively, I'm going to be using terms explained in that six pillars episode. For the sake of regular listeners, um, I won't be explaining the terms from scratch in each of the remaining episodes on how to study effectively. So if you're a first time listener today, uh, or you might need a refresher on what I mean by ideas like retrieval practice or spaced learning, please go back and take a listen to that uh, Six Pillars episode on the fundamentals of how to study effectively, which is episode 66. So go hit pause and check that episode out now if you need to. I'll be waiting back right in this episode uh, whenever you're ready. So with the fundamentals out of the way, for the remainder of this course, I'll be zooming in on a specific study strategy each week and breaking down exactly how to use it effectively. This is memory science and learning psychology, but in an incredibly practical, incredibly applied way. These episodes are designed to be almost like recipe cards, explaining exactly how to bake your study cake uh, so that it rises perfectly and gives you delightfully high grades with minimal sweat and stress. Of course, there isn't just one way to study effectively, that's why there are six more episodes uh, through, following the foundational principles back in that first episode uh, throughout the rest of this series on how to study effectively. Um, in each of the next six episodes, I'm going to be taking you through a specific technique and talking about how to use it for best results. This week, it's the turn of, I think, perhaps the simplest study tool of all, a blank sheet of paper. And this gives rise to the most simple study strategy of all, uh, blank page retrieval. Blank page retrieval, it sounds kind of fancy, but it's actually really, really simple. You might have come across it as a brain dump. I've heard that being used in a few schools uh, recently. Either way, here's how blank page retrieval or brain dumps uh, work. Three steps. Step one, you put your books away and then scribble down everything you can remember about a topic onto a blank sheet of paper. Step two, after you've squeezed out as much as you can from memory, then you go back to your books and add in any missing details and correct anything you misremembered using a second colour of ink. Step three, rinse and repeat. Uh, Remember the power of spaced learning from the six pillars episode last time. So next time you train yourself on this topic, next time you do your blank page retrieval on this topic, aim to have fewer missing details until eventually you have none at all come the week before the exam or as close to none at all as possible. Now, remember, the point of the whole exercise is the remembering. It's about what you can remember on that blank sheet of paper the retrieval practice, that pulling information out of your memory that we talked about uh, back in the Six Pillars episode. So when you're using blank page retrieval, don't worry about spending time making your work neat. Go fast, scribble, scrawl. use note forms and abbreviated words, so long as you know what they mean. And if you like, you can scrumple up that page, piece of paper and throw it in the bin when you're done. Really, it's about the process of remembering that exercise of remembering, of pulling information out of memory. It's not about the output of what you make on the page. It's not about the product that ends up on the page. It's about the process of pulling the information out and getting it down on the page. So really, don't waste time on making it neat and pretty. Uh, and don't worry if you need to guess as you're going along if there's something you're not quite sure of uh, if it's something you don't have quite have full confidence in write it down anyway you'll be able to correct it when you do that step 2 and come back and use that second color of ink uh, to to and open your books uh, and make those corrections uh, in that in that second color of ink based on what's what's in your notes and what's in your books so Blank page retrieval, then, really powerful strategy. Um, it's also the root of a uh, of a sort of branch strategy, which I call memory journaling. Now, blank page retrieval is very flexible. You can use it uh, in preparation for tests. Uh, if you want to brush up on a particular topic, you can use it as part of, uh, you know, if you're reading a topic for the first time, you read a subtopic or you know a section of a chapter put it away do a blank page retrieval see what you can remember you know it's good for uh, the run up to exams uh, you can do blank page retrieval with particular topics. Uh, You can do blank page retrieval with particular exam questions. So you could even do, you know, just take an exam question if you have sort of longer essay style exam questions. Uh, Put that as your question in the middle of the page and then do blank page retrieval based on, uh, you know, content, points, data uh, that might be relevant in answering that exam question. It's a really flexible strategy. One very specific application of it, uh, which I wanted to talk to you about today, is called memory journaling, and this is a really uh, this is quite a sophisticated way to apply blank page retrieval uh, in in a, a sort of a daily habit to really supercharge your learning uh, if you've got a lot of knowledge to learn on your course. So, memory journaling. Uh, the the reason it's uh, the reason it's so helpful it's you know if 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 if, if the following uh, scenario sounds familiar you know you sit down to study for your exams you know maybe weeks or months after first learning the material only to find out you can barely remember a fraction of what you once knew about that material when it kind of came up in the course all those weeks and months ago it's a pretty familiar scenario for a lot of people. So, you know, if that if you're sitting listening to that and thinking, "Yeah, that's that's me," <laughs> um, then the the best solution I've got for you is memory journaling. This is a way to actually lock away knowledge into your memory as you go through the course so that as you hit exam season at the end of the semester or at the end of the year or whatever, um, you'll actually know perhaps not everything but a really good chunk, a really good foundation of your course and um, setting up for you know setting up for a good uh, study season into into those final exams rather than sort of feeling like you need to start learning everything all over from scratch at the end of the year or end of the semester. So the way memory journaling works is relatively straightforward. It's um, you know a simple five to ten minute exercise you want to do every single school day uh, and you reflect on what you did in your classes that day. Think about what each class covered and challenge yourself to remember anything that you think would be particularly helpful to know uh, for exams later in the year. So start by writing down whatever classes you had that day as subheadings and then under each subheading, Write down something important that you learned. Doesn't necessarily have to be the whole lesson. That's not the point. Uh, perhaps it's just a key formula or a few bits of new vocabulary or terminology, or even just the main themes or ideas you were covering that day. Write it all down from memory. Keep your books closed, and you know, as with blank page retrieval, don't worry if you're guessing or not sure. Put it down anyway. Um, and then, as with blank page retrieval, spend a few more minutes uh, checking your work. So. Go, now now's the time to open your notes open your books grab a second color of pen and make any corrections or additions if you wrote down a formula check you remembered it right if not correct it in that second color of ink if there was um, something you were you know maybe you're trying to remember a key quote that you learned in your classes that day um you know if you couldn't quite remember the middle section of the quote add that missing information in in that second color of ink now, why is memory journaling uh, something that's you know, so helpful and so something that I want to talk to you about? Well, firstly, because it's a beautiful bit of spaced retrieval practice, um, and therefore fabulously effective for getting information into memory and getting it to stick there. Uh, so really, really helpful for learning, really, really helpful for getting information to stick in memory it's almost like turning a key in the lock uh, at the end of each day uh, to try and keep as much of that knowledge that you learned as uh, in in memory as possible rather than having it just sort of sneak away as the weeks and months go by but there is an added benefit too. And there's, there's something magic about knowing that at the end of the day, you're going to be accountable to you and you alone for writing down something that you learned in each class, something important that you learned from each of your classes. That feeling of accountability to yourself later, you'll find that as you practice memory journaling, we'll do a week of it, a couple of weeks of it, your brain will start to focus and absorb information at a whole new level when you're actually sitting in the class. It's something about, you know, you know, you'll need it later on. So you're more likely to really hang on to the key stuff and and try and make it stick in your memory. It's it's a really neat little trick. So I've got a couple of top tips uh, if you want to, do retrieve uh, if, if sorry if you want to do memory journaling in practice. Um, the key thing really is to get that habit, get that daily habit. So as with any new habit, the best thing to do is to try and make it a daily ritual at the same time every day. Perhaps it's at a certain time uh, when you get in from school or college, or first thing in the morning, uh, between breakfast and leaving for the day. Um, you maybe you get up five ten minutes earlier to make sure you can fit it into your morning routine. And when you do start to establish the habit, um, maybe you use a strategy like the uh, calendar chain strategy to track your habit, where you put a uh, tick sheet up on the wall with um, you know all the days of the month, and then as you do your memory journaling each day, you put a tick on the wall chart against that day. Uh, there's something nice and satisfying about seeing that uh, that chain of ticks building up as you do your memory journaling each day. So, it's powerful stuff, uh, memory journaling, and I don't just want you to take my word for it. Um next week we can uh, join we can join Rose, a long-time listener of the podcast uh, and a high schooler down in Australia. She listened to episode 23 of this podcast, where I first talked about the memory journaling technique and started to put the technique to work for her uh, straight away as part of improving her performance at school. It's a really interesting story because, you know, she was struggling quite a lot and she used memory journaling along with several other techniques that we talk about in the podcast, both in terms of mindset techniques uh, and in terms of sort of concrete learning strategies. Uh, She used all of that to really put in a quite an impressive turnaround in her school performance, particularly in maths. Uh, and it's just such a wonderful and inspiring story. I'm really excited to bring it to you. Uh, that's coming next week in episode 69. So, so do join us to find out uh, how Rose put into practice all we've been talking about today uh, and got some really, really impressive results with it. Following that uh, episode, in two weeks' time, you can catch part three of this audio course on how to study effectively, when I'll be taking the lid off my personal, all-time favourite study strategy, flashcards. Uh, I've been wanting to release a flashcards episode pretty much ever since I started this podcast, so I'm genuinely really, really excited to bring you that one. So I'll see you next week uh, for Rose's student story, story of transformation, uh, using, amongst other things, the memory journaling technique we talked about today. Uh, And then in a couple of weeks time, uh, I really look forward to talking to you about flashcards and really going deep on what can be a phenomenally powerful uh, study strategy, particularly when you have an awful lot to learn for your course. For now, uh, thanks so much for listening to this episode. I hope you've enjoyed it, and I'd like to just take a moment to wish you every success in your studies. Thanks again. If you've got exams coming up, you can now get all of William's favourite tips and tricks to save you time and get you higher grades, all in one handy cheat sheet. Grab your copy at examstudyexpert.com slash free tips. Thanks again for listening and see you soon.